you are listening to the coming up they're they're in the future yeah where uh one was in uh kingston new york oh one was in kingston new york Uh you know so you know it hasn't hit the city yet where they're canceling but i've been in the city lately it's it's nice to be able to walk around without the crowds i mean (laughs) maybe we need more viruses but well uh, you know that was one of my first bits what's uh was my first bits was um like i like I was saying, you know, when people, when I see people smoking, it gives me hope that right. people aren't getting fooled because when I'm sitting in traffic on Route 3, all I can think of is I wish they would just let Ebola go around a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, don't cure, don't rush to cure it. Let it siphon. Let it get Absolutely. the week out. And fuck, man, that fucking, I can't say that shit no more, bro. That shit is too. Well, what did somebody say? I used to, I used to cough to hide a fart. Now I fart to hide a cough. Some comic said. <laughs> fucking brilliant but uh somebody said that i don't remember but i'll tell you what it this this, this virus is like i i wouldn't it sounds like the um social security actually came up with it if you think of it doesn't affect kids yeah it just gets the old elderly starts the sick and the old the people that are sucking up the uh social security yeah. you know clean the slate start over trump said he was gonna cut the fucking social security you don't hear down. shit about him he ain't said shit lately he, he let's talk, see how that wall shit. works now. You just talk shit. That's what, that's what I said. I said if he gets the fucking virus, he's gonna fucking oh, he's gonna bomb Mexico. I don't. I, he's probably immune to it. He's, but you know, people around him quarantined themselves. Like his brand new chief of staff, I think quarantined himself. They were just looking for an excuse. I gotta get away from this dude. Could you imagine having to hang out with him all day and night? Holy I mean, he's shit, he's funny bro. for like moments at a time, but that's it. You know? I can't imagine. You know. Bob the Bono? Of course. I just saw him on uh, somebody on my LinkedIn. Somebody posted one of his videos on the LinkedIn and like didn't mention him. They don't probably don't even know who he is. They just saw the video, thought it was funny, like one of his Trump skits. Right. And I'm like, probably that's I probably compare that like probably like a like just that. He's, yeah, he's funny. He's right on. He makes a good uh, living doing that. Just that fucking. You got your one niche, man. How long has he been doing comedy? Uh, a long time, but he right. don't even have to dress up. He doesn't even have to put make. He just just the voice alone doesn't even have to dress uh, yeah. dress like him. Makeup, you know. He does just, a lot of private parties all, all over the world, bank. all over He's the on world. Murphy Brown, dude, everywhere. He um he he went on tour with uh I forgot what rappers. He was on tour with thousands. <laughs> see places you know big giant shit crazy man yeah yeah yeah. this fucking business is so weird uh, it sucks but it's so weird where like you could be working for so long and then just one little fucking Vic potato yeah driving a bus 30 years with kids one youtube video bread and milk video the bread and milk video i kind of blame myself for the coronavirus and this is why (laughs) Because I just invested, I just started my production company again. Because I, I, I got fired from my job. Construction? Yeah, I was oh. very bad at it. So <laughs> they fired me. Well, it was one of the things where, like, I don't know if I was fired or we just decided. Like one day, I just Mutual. stopped going and you, never went me. back for the money and yeah, yeah. just stopped. And then, uh, you know, 
I guess that's like quitting, but yeah. you know. But then I started with my entertainment business again, so I took all my hundreds of dollars I had saved, you know, and I invested. I one shot. Pff, let me invest all this, you know, hundreds of dollars and all this promo and everything, and mm. book these shows and everything, and pop boom boom, and and I get everything printed up. And of course, now the fucking coronavirus, so you can bet all those shows are going to get canceled, and all the promotion oh, materials man. and all the work I've done is going to be. T- and that's this is all because of me, everyone. The coronavirus. Because my luck is that bad that in China it started. You know what I mean? That's how bad my luck is. And it had so to come here to fucking shit Had to come shit here just parade. to shit on my shows. Oh I know it. Oh, my God. So now I told the kids, listen, we ain't going to bounce back from this. Okay, one of you is going to have to fake like you have the coronavirus. Okay, so we can go do a GoFundMe, something like that, you know, make some money back. And then they told me, no, kids are immune to this. Did you know that? I know, I know. So I'm like, all right, one of you is going to have to fake that you're a midget, okay? Which one of you kids can act, all right? Because we are going to lose our shirt on this. <laughs> yeah, people are out of... T- People are like, buy, they're all buying bottled water and toilet paper. Listen, there's going to be a lot less food for everyone, so you don't need as much toilet paper. And be like me. Don't use toilet paper. You know, joke's on them. Ha ha. But, uh... Get a bodet. Get a garden hose. Just hose yourself down in the that's, shower. That's a stock yeah. you should probably invest in is a bidet, like a bidet company. Oh, yeah. Just to get water blown yeah, up. Another seltzer bottle where you, you have to come in and squirt the shit out of your buddy's ass. <laughs> Just get, yeah, those With a seltzer bottle. Fire, oh fire extinguisher. <laughs> seltzer would probably clean shit better yeah. than water. You can make a game out of it, right? you know? Now, you know what? Beat the clock. Somebody, I was talking to somebody at work today, and they told me something I didn't even think of. Like, like we have all these shortages on the shelves, right? And his, he told me his family, they're extreme couponers, right? And what they did is when this shit started, started, they started extreme couponing all the Lysol, really? all the fucking hands. What's hand their address? <laughs> <laughs> the first place we're raiding. That thing rolled down to his skin mask. <laughs> He's just fucking ready. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> oh, they're definitely not going to answer for yeah, you. I don't even think they're going around. They're like, whoa, Nobody hey, wait answers, a minute. right? Yeah. No, they'll still go around because Jesus will provide. I guess. He's got the fucking vaccine for you. I don't know. Isn't there only like, somebody has a joke too. Only 200 and something thousand of them are supposed to go to heaven or something. Right. And he said, if I belonged to a religion where only 280,000 people could go to heaven, I wouldn't be going door to door to recruit other people. Yeah. That Davin Rosenblatt joke, it's great. <laughs> Bro, that's, that's the fucking best I, I jokes of those obvious shits you don't think I'm of. I'm on a construction job the one day. And I'm, uh, the rule was I was only allowed to piss my boss off once a day. That was my rule. Okay. And uh, I pissed him off. It was his birthday too i forgot what i did but i pissed him off he's like banished me to outside so i had to go outside and work in the trailer put stuff in the trailer move the tools around mm-hmm. so he's upset i looked there's these two girls at the front door knocking on the door and i'm like oh two pretty girls black girl and spanish girl i'm like oh hi how you doing hey can i help you they're like do you own this house i said no we're just renovating it i go my boss inside and i knew they were trying to rent the house to somebody so i'm like all right let me go get him so i go in and get him i'm like hey there's two chicks out here uh, looking for 
somebody. So he comes out, and then I hear him screaming, God damn it, I don't have time for this. Blah, blah. Goes running back in. So the girl comes up to me, and she goes, hey, um, you know, your boss uh, seems to be in a bad mood. She's like, thank you for getting him. I go, all right, yeah, no problem. And she goes, here, you know, maybe when you get off later, you could uh, look this up. She gives me a card, and I look, and it says Jehovah Witnesses. Oh, and I just God. bust out laughing. I just, like, start dying, you know, just cracking up because I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and I, I kept the card because uh -huh. they were hot. You never know. So uh, <laughs> that's how they do. send some hot chicks around. Right. I went inside. He's like, I hope that was a joke. I'm like, how am I supposed to know that Jehovah Witnesses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what they I mean? They never looked like that before. Not in my neighborhood. Every Jehovah Witness that comes around here, they're always dressed in like, the guys are in a the suit. suit. Yeah. And the women are in like fucking. You don't know if they're the IRS or the freaking. Christian burkas. Yeah. I don't know what those things are. My aunt wears those. Well, they're getting smart now. They're sending hot chicks around. So oh that's how you God. get in the house. They're coming. Come on in, sure. Yeah, Everybody, right, come on in. Next thing you know, sure. you're getting fucking exercise. Listen, day. I'll be. I could be talked into anything. I don't have anything <laughs> that's worth money or anything, but I'm willing. Whatever. What I got to do? Walk oh around, hand out flyers. God. What does that pay? I'll just hand out my comedy things while I'm yeah. hey, if, Meanwhile, if you right? don't like this Jehovah thing, <laughs> listen, I got a show next week down the block, the coronavirus tour. Right? That's how you stop them from shutting the door on you. You just say, you know, you're like, hey, you start with the Jehovah Witness pitch. And then once they go to shut the door, hey, you like comedy? Bring them chicks with you. Yeah. How you get them to stop shutting the door? Whip out a tit. That'll, not mine, theirs. And that'll get them to stop. How That's, effective do you think passing off flyers is? <clears throat> well, it all depends when you, it depends where and when. Mm hmm. If you if you like, I'll be in a neighborhood. Say I'm gonna be at Nikki's, so I put up the um, I put up flyers. I put up some posters in a place. I have mm -hmm. the tickets there. Uh, today I went and ordered it. I have a three foot uh, a three foot wide by uh, what is it six foot by three foot thing with the picture of the girl comedy show that's just coming soon that I'm gonna put in the place, and I'm gonna put flyers next to it. So when people come in, but I'll go through the neighborhood about two weeks before the show. Mm -hmm. And I'll go to places. So I'll go to places that I know girls go to, like salons, stuff like that, other pizza places, stuff. Like, and I'll, I'll ask them, give them out flyers, talk to people, mm -hmm. try to get them to go. So, I mean, you know, it's it's I it's there is a mathematical mathematical uh, how much it is percentage, but you know, it's everything worth a try. Yeah, I do the Eventbrite. Helps. I do that. You know, Facebook, the comics post it. Yeah. <clears throat> and my other shows, I promote them. I saw that. Um... You were on so many other sites for it, I because I have I have Laugh It Up Tuesday on Eventbrite, right? But I don't have it on. I didn't know any other stuff. And oh, who was it that had a um a free show? Damn, and I saw it, and it's you know you just um I think it was it might have been James Mack. They do the meetup groups too. That's yeah, big. You I gotta find do the all that groups. stuff. Now, you gotta get the permission to do. I don't know. I have. The, the girls show my partner Sharon. Mm -hmm. She's in charge of doing all that. I do the flyers. I put. I buy all the. Today I was out down in Flemington, New Jersey, designing all the the backdrop. I got a backdrop. Actually, I got a a banner. Mm -hmm. Like you would have a banner and a a vinyl one, and I just take that. And it was cheaper. It was like $200 cheaper for this. I take it. And then I put the rings in it, the metal rings, and buy the things myself. So I had mm -hmm. the, that design today. And I had the three foot by six foot or whatever it is thing designed today. So I'm getting those. But um, everything helps, man. It's it's yeah. all. That, that's when you have like, I got is like a door deal. So it's all up to me. 
But you know, if you get a budget or or what you sh- you know, if you get the place to pitch in, then they got a lot to at stake too. Then mm-hmm. they help. But if they're not anything at stake, it's all up to you. And it is. I got the girls. I got to pay. So yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. make the money somehow. Yeah, for sure. I tried. Uh, I was tried plugging it last night because I saw the cards on the table right, right. when I went there. So I was like, oh, good. I remember. I got to remember to plug it. And then. When I was going to plug it, it was just all dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, I was maybe it, they'll think know? there'll be chicks there. Yeah, yeah come on. Down. Oh, uh, Larry Love said he'll be there. Cool, Larry Love. Yeah, he gets he gets a little intoxicated. All right, good. That's and what we want. Starts, People yeah, that drink yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's know. good. He's good until he until it really hits. And then when he starts showing love, okay, well that's like, by the right. time Sharon gets up, so she can handle that. She's she's, <laughs> ta- she's been doing it a while, so yeah, yeah she's twenty good. years or something, twenty something. Because she last time she was there, she had me dying. She's the, she 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 uh, headlines all the girl power shows. She's yeah. the headliner, and I have like a bunch of girls that I pick. You know, each show, whoever's available, and these are the shows. We if you can, you know we're, we're real cool about it. Like if something else comes up, feel free to take it. We'll get another girl. So we have like a pool of girls. So we're trying to find the right formula to have like you know the right formula of girls together. Mm-hmm. So so it's going to take a while to do that, and we're rotating, but we're still going to have a pool to draw from. So who's available? But I'd like to as the shows grow. We're in littler venues now, so we're starting out that way, and I want to get a feel. I'm not on the show, so I'm I'm just a producer mm-hmm. and you know i i'm the guy who promotes everything but I, i'll go there and i'll get the feel for who works good together and we'll have you know we want a big array of different types of comics you mm-hmm. know all, all all girls that's the thing but we want all different type of comedy yeah so i'll be putting it together once i find that right formula then i'll start moving the venues to bigger ones and bigger ones and we're mm-hmm. going to do a lot of merchandising there's uh, lip glosses, there's shirts and stuff like that, keychains coming out, stickers and all stuff like yeah. that. Uh, girlcomedy.com, the site we have. So it's it's a uh, nice. It's gonna be That's and, exciting, and it, and, it, and I like it because it's all girl comedy. Because I, <clears throat> I've been, I guess I could call myself a booker and a producer since I've been doing it for twenty years. Yeah. Besides comedy, I think but that qualifies. Yeah, I've been doing it all over, all over, the, all over the place, and um. Any kind of places you can imagine, from churches to whatever, you know, gun clubs to whatever. You'd be surprised, some of the people's houses. Yeah. I did an 11-year-old kid's birthday party. I was going to ask day. you about that. Tell okay. me about that, please. So, uh, so, I, 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 you know, so I'm booking all this stuff, so I think I, I, I can put it together. But I did an 11-year-old kid's birthday party the other day. I, I, was, I was doing a spot in the city that night, and I get a call from this woman, and she only calls me like two or three times a year, and there are always some horrible gig that no one else wants mm-hmm. and she knows who to call <laughs> you know call me i'm usually broke and uh it's funny because i just had been uh the, the amount i had yet the day before i paid my rent it's the first time as an adult that i paid my rent and i was short mm-hmm. i was short money and i told the, my landlord i said listen uh give me a couple of days and I knew I had a gig coming up in a week. I said, give me a couple of days because I'm only doing comedy now. And uh, my car had broke down. My Jeep had broke down. I had to rent the car for a week. So, you know, I'm in the hole. Yeah. So she's like, no problem. So then I'm home that morning. That was the next day in the morning. I'm in bed. The phone rings. It's Saturday. She's like, uh, hey, are you open tonight? And I go, I'm doing a spot in the city. So I was doing two spots in the city. But I knew I was getting paid a lot for those. They don't pay a lot. I got to mm-hmm. pay toll. So. I go, yeah, I'm open. How much does it pay? And she tells me, and I go, shit, that's exactly what I owe in my rent. Son of a bitch. So I go, okay, great, I'll take it. And she's like, all right, good, excellent. And I go, what is it? She goes, a birthday party. I go, all right, a birthday party, great. How old? 11. Excuse me? 
11, 11 years old, like a kid 11. She goes, yeah, I go for the parents. She goes, no, for the kid. I go, are you shitting me? She's like, no. I go, how long do I have to do? She goes, an hour. I said, an hour at an 11-year-old kid's party? Oh, I am an asshole. I'm like, I'm, but I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll do it. No problem. I got you. So I'm pa- like, I'm like nervous. So the kid's father, I guess, wants to make sure I'm going to do it. This guy, TJ. So he calls me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think this would be a great idea. But I go, your kid's 11, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Boom. So I hang up the phone. And then the woman texts me, make sure, you know, the kid's turning 11, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, so I don't know what to do. So I go home and I start looking in the computer what was big 11 years ago. Like, what was the stuff in the news? You know, at least that's something. Hey, when you uh. were born, this was. So, okay. So <laughs> That's I, a good idea, though. I, I don't know what to do. That you was know, a good start. At least it gets the wheels. Right. I'm panicking. You know? so, so I start driving there. It's in Scotch Plains, New Jersey. And as I get closer to the place, I'm like, holy mackerel. Look at this place. These people are freaking Donald Trump rich. Oh, shit. I mean, these places are mansions. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I come down this one street, and these are the nicest ones of all. I'm like, oh, Lord. So I park on the street, and I go walking up. I'm carrying my equipment. And as I get to the driveway, there's a SUV that pulls up, and this guy gets out with these two kids, and it's an, an Indian guy with two kids. I'm like, oh, great. It's not only going to be white kids. Awesome. Great. I go in. A guy comes out the the, the um, garage right by the front door to a uh, garage to open and i look and it's an indian guy and he goes hey it's me T- tj and i'm oh, like holy shit. shit the guy i would have never like and i'm like oh shit i thought he was italian from his last name and i'm like <laughs> oh shit so great looking guy nice mm-hmm. guy nicest guy you can be beautiful i go in the house it's like one of the nice houses i've ever been in beautiful his wife comes in this woman is Gorgeous, what town is this? gorgeous Scotch Plains, Scotch future. Plains. Okay. and this woman is gorgeous. And I go, oh, oh my god, are you? The, yeah, my son, you know, he's he's turning twelve, and I'm like, okay, that's I was given the wrong information. He's turning twelve. Okay, so no problem. So and the wife's like, I have four kids. I'm like, oh my god, this woman is gorgeous. Then there's like two other couples in the kitchen. I guess their kids are here. All. Good, good looking, all Indian, all good looking. And then he goes, hold on, the kids. I set up my equipment in the living room, and he goes, let me get the kids. I go, oh, great. Uh, are they excited? He goes, they don't even know you're here. I go, what? <laughs> oh, my God. He goes, they, they don't even know you're here. It's I like, go. It's like doing comedy in a bar, and they don't know that there's a comedy show I'm going doing, on. I'm, I'm set up in the living room now, and, and, I'm, and they have a, a, a couch that goes all the way around where I'm sitting. But this is just one part of the room. This room on the right is like it goes out into the backyard there's a bar made of marble. It is gorgeous. Oh There's another God. room. It is this place. And this is the only one room I've seen. This place is beautiful. So the kids come in. They're looking at me like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, a fucking magician? Like, yeah, what is this shit? <laughs> you know, like, who's this creepy dude? You know, is this the drug talk? No, so they come in and they all sit down and around me. In a Wait, sp- what were you wearing? Uh... I was wearing pretty much what I'm wearing now. Only With I the had, blazer? I, th- I think I had no. I didn't have a blazer, but I had a shirt that um, it might have been a Harley shirt or a, a, a I think it might have been a Bob Dylan shirt or something. It was like oh, a okay. t-shirt, sweatshirt thing, and I'm like, I had the hat on, and they're just like, what the hell? So they come in, and I'm trying that. Like I'm like, oh come on, kids, you know, how you doing? Happy birthday, blah. And they're like, what the fuck is this? Oh, you know, and I, I'm like, I got my. I got my stopwatch going because I need the money and they want me to do an hour. And uh, they were playing football before this outside. So they came in and I'm trying to talk to them. And then I'm like, all right. How many of them is it? It's uh, 11 kids. 
and it's the the kid that's turning eleven up to fourteen years old. His brother's the older the oldest kid there, fourteen. Uh-huh. All boys. Mm-hmm. They're all sitting there. So I'm like goofing on them, trying to make names, talk to them. You know, yeah. What are you gonna do? I'm trying to do, trying to roast these kids who are mm-hmm. evidently better off in life than I am. You know, and I'm trying to goof on them. So now I'm like, come on, kids, let's all cooperate. Listen, let's play a game. You guys like games? They're like, Ugh. and I go, come on. Who loves America? Loves ta- got talent. They're like, all right, yeah. One kid raises his hand, you know, and they go, uh, all right, come on up here. Listen, we're gonna do play a, a game. Uh, everyone tell a story about the kid whose birthday it was. Neum. Everybody tell a story involving Neum and a funny story. And whoever wins, we'll all follow him. Gets all the money in my pocket. And they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, like, they know I <laughs> they got more money than me on them. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, okay. I had like seven dollars. I didn't tell them that like eighty five cents or something in my pocket. They heard yeah. the change. The right pocket <laughs> had the one hitter in it. You know. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm trying. So one kid gets up and he's like telling a story and i'm like doing the hand motions next to him trying to act it out yeah. so he gets that nobody else to get up so i'm like oh, okay all right you win so he didn't want the money so, so i go i and had a one little, hitter i had a no <laughs> i had a keychain a corona boxing glove beer opener and he go, I go here here you could fight the virus with this so the kid's like oh awesome he liked that and then the kid and then i'm telling it i so saw now i start telling jokes trying to and the parents are in the other room watching and then i tell a joke and the one kid gets up and goes I, he goes, I get, you said that because we're Indian. <laughs> and I go, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. You can get some. I go, no, 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 no. I didn't say, no, oh, yes, you're Indian, but you're also young, strong, beautiful men. Look at this. You just happen to be of Indian descent. That is not a joke because you're Indian. The parents are losing it in the yeah. kitchen. Oh, they're, they're laughing? Trying, oh, they're trying not. They're just like fucking dying. Oh, that's good, though. This kid's breaking my fucking balls. I'm like, oh, come on. So I give him a present. I give him the Ann Culler book. The Ann Culler book, whatever that chick that was uh, Donald Trump's. Oh, uh, and what the hell is Ann Coulter? Coulter. Coulter. Ann yeah, Coulter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had an Ann Coulter book because somebody ga- gave me a bunch of furniture and books, this guy that I know, uh-huh. and I just grabbed one out of my car. I didn't even know what books. I threw it in the bed. I just needed shit to give away. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. handed that kid the book, and he's just like, hey, you had to see the look <laughs> on his face. <laughs> Creating Republicans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I next thing, I, I just started goofing around with them. Next thing I know was uh, they go, okay, the food's here. And I, I, I was like 56, 57 minutes mm-hmm. I'd passed. So nice. they were thrilled. Wow, bro, that he's, that's fucking crazy. The guy man. went and it's clean. The guy had dinner. He gave me a walked me out, gave me a twenty dollar tip, and he's like, "Hey, you want to set up the stuff in the basement and do a show for me and my guests?" I go, "No, I'm I'm shot. The kids got me." Yeah. You know, I said, "He goes, I have a barbecue in the summer." I said, "Well, hire me for that. I'll come do that." That's fucking great, bro. Yeah, but I paid. I went the next day, paid my landlord. She goes, "Oh my god, I can't believe you came back this quick." I go, "Yeah, I got paid." <laughs> she goes, "What you? I was I was babysitting." <laughs> <laughs> she goes really i go yeah 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 a bunch of kids Bro, those are that's a fuck that's fun though I, like I, it sounds terrifying but then it's such a good story afterwards i guess i just got it because no one else would do it she was like last minute i could have got more money i guess if i would have held out but i was yeah. so desperate as soon yeah, as she yeah. mentioned it, i went i'll take it right like god damn it i should ask for more money that's what happens man you did dumb things for freaking for money yeah, because you need that. I mean, I'm poor. I did a lot of dumb shit for money. I took some bad jobs. Like, oh. I left a good job chasing money to go because my friend was doing sales, and he blew my head up. They were uh. working in the Empire State Building, the entire 64. It was all fucking phone scams. Really? Yeah, bro, scamming people out of tow- tens of thousands. The FTC ended up coming after them. They shut that place down. Really? And then we went to Clifton, opened up another one. And just us, we were doing. How long did he get away for? Oh, really? Yeah, he did. A, we did it there for 
from February, I left in November because me and him had a falling out. Like at the time, no, I wasn't. I wasn't sober at the time. He was in sobriety. I that's where I met him. Was in the rooms, okay. right? And I, um, we became best friends. I was the best man at his wedding. Did the speech and everything. You know what I mean? And then he just he got on pills. He was doing uh, Roxy's, and yeah. he just fucking started blowing money. Bought a Ferrari, a Jaguar, a Jeep. Oh tricked them all out like and meanwhile we couldn't make payroll <laughs> we right. had fucking 50 employees and we weren't able to make payroll it was oh. just crazy man but that's like the mentality yeah. of just that's, i was like oh i need to make you know i wanted to start a family get married like i was doing all that shit plus party when you listen i used to you know me i party heavily when you can't rationalize when you're getting wasted yeah. Yeah. i started think good things started happening for me once i stopped that was like, good though, and you did that shit on your own. Yeah, I stopped drinking. I'm like California sober, which means I just Sweet. smoke weed and do yeah, mushrooms yeah. occasionally, great. but uh, no booze, no heavy drugs. Uh, yeah, I stopped all that, but I had been doing them for like you know, shit, crack. I did for like 25, 30 years, you know, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I fucking done it all too. Yeah, yeah. So I just stopped too. I just stopped drinking and smoking since President's Day. Cool. It's yeah. it's better, man. I feel a lot better. I'm coming up. April will be a year. April first. No drinking already, huh? Nothing. I I joined the gym. Dropped fifty pounds. You look fucking good. Thanks. Too, My wife's a way. professional bodybuilder, so we, me, and her started like trying to get back together. We'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. You guys look happy in the pictures. Oh, she's threatening to move in, so we gotta <laughs> stop. To <laughs> we gotta put an end to that. Oh my god. Hey, but at least uh, you got that. See, this is the way I think right away when you're like threatening to move in. I'm like, well, at least I'll have some supplemental income. No, no. No, 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 that's not, no, no, no. I got my kid there who I don't want to, I go, listen, sweetheart, I want less people moving. Let's keep this casual, yeah. okay? It's we've working. Been, we've been the married like, is, you know, yeah. 15 years. Let's not rush into this. I call it casually married. You keep your place, I'll keep my place. Like, I go there, like, tonight I'll go there, hang out with her for an hour, mm. you know, hang out. She'll go to sleep. I'll leave and go to my place. Mm. That's why I tell her, come over when you're happy, when you're not happy, Stay you know, it's to go somewhere else and I'll be here. And you know, I got laundry, I got a pool, all yeah. stuff like that. And I don't own, I own the wash and dry. I don't own anything else in the house. I live in a really nice place. Yeah. But oh, I'm, you're still in the same spot, still right? Still in that beautiful nice. place. My landlord's cool. My kid almost got it kicked out like three times oh, already. Boy. Oh man, he got bed bugs one time last year. I had to hire this exterminator to come in like three times. Cost me a thousand bucks. Fucking kids, you brought in Moscow? No, you know what though? It she was threatening to move in then, and that kept her from moving in then. So it was the best thousand I ever spent. Shit, bro. I wanted to kill the kid. It was new. It was uh, what the fuck was it? I forgot what it was last year. I came home from the road, and my son's in the living room. I'm like, what the fuck? And they had this crazy Dominican chick living with us. Oh, she's about the fuck. I don't know, but I think it was the chick before him. He had a stripper there during the sun. I don't know, but uh, just like I come home, he's in the living room, and he point. I go, what the, what the fuck are you doing? He's throwing up in a bucket because he was hungover. I go, what's going on? He's like, I go, why aren't you in your room? You look at you. And he's like, look, there's but I go in, I go, what the fuck? Like, I flip. You're I just, bad, huh? dude, I lost my mind flipping, freaking. I was speaking in tongues. I was screaming. <laughs> so I fucking, then I call one place, you know, I got to come on. They go, we'll send somebody to give you an estimate. I go, an estimate? I need this shit to now, yeah, here, yeah. immediately. I go, we talking, what are we talking? Hundreds, thousands, millions? Well, you know, you're talking thousands. Click. Okay. Next. And I'm flipping out, but my, my father. Sorry, Roscoe. He's expensive. <laughs> Fuck Roscoe. Dog. I gotta get Leroy. Put that bitch in the pound. <laughs> I gotta get Leroy. <laughs> Leroy is his own fucking mascot. And a shot of crack. That's fucking great, bro. 
Yes, fucking I, I, Leroy. Was this, so I, I knew it. my father-in-law has a guy that does. He owns buildings. His his wife owns buildings. So he had a guy. He goes, listen, the guy comes, great. So I had that guy come. Boy, you had to see this guy. Holy mackerel! Just got in there, dude. No, he he pulls up in this van. I see this van outside, so I go outside. So not marked, which is cool. They come in an unmarked van, like the mob. And uh, <laughs> he steps out from behind the van, and I'm like, "Holy Christ!" He, dude, he has no eyebrows, no hair anywhere, right? He's got this hoodie on. He's got these eyes. And I'm like, this dude has been sniffing too much of this bug spray. You know, he's like on the bug juice or something. I'm like, but he know this guy, If you, he looks like he knows how to kill shit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And get away with it. So he comes in. And it's funny. He's like, all right, yeah. And his his bug thing is broken. So he goes, I'll be right back. He shoots over to Home Depot, comes back. And he's like, all right, listen. Then his phone rings, right? He's looking around. He's spraying a little. He's like, all right, yeah, spraying. Then his phone rings, right? And I hear him talking to the guy. No, no, no. I want to invest in the other property. I want to get out of fucking Jersey. Fuck Jersey. Can I curse on this? Yeah. He's going, fuck Jersey. I don't want to stay in Jersey. Get me that investment property. Don't worry. I'll get the fucking money. Then he comes in the other room. He's like, well, this is going to take several visits and i'm like is this guy fucking kidding me like i just heard him on the phone like uh, yeah escape. like this guy's fucking crazy holy shit. so i stay with him the whole time because i'm spending the money i want to make sure i'm like get over there spray this do that boom anything else we can do spray my kid whatever what they spray he's got some kind of fucking chemicals i'm like should we go like stay somewhere well it nah well you're supposed to be you'll be all right i got go well let me open the window yeah, this guy's like <laughs> <laughs> you know he's he's glowing he looks like powder sort of that guy oh. but no he's got his hoodie he's like then he told me it was like in his 20s or something that's oh when i really was God. like oh shit. shit but you're hurt but he came back a couple i had to have him come back a couple times he came sprayed then he comes back he's like all right i checked i don't see any more spray again then he wait a couple weeks comes back again just to make sure then you have the carpets cleaned sprays oh, again and then shit. yeah it's like a couple of things like, and you got throughout the mattress it's throughout the mattresses it's like you know 1200 bucks 1300 bucks for him i've only seen bed bugs on um what the fuck's the name of that show? Hoarders. Yeah. Where they lifted like some lady's couch and they were just fucking and broke thousands and thousands of them. Yeah, my kid must they have been fall. so high he didn't even know they were biting him, but the Dominican girl started getting bitten, so that's how we knew. Yeah. I've gotten bitten at night before and thinking Oh, this fucking mic. Nice. That's because I've got the mic low. Look at that. All right. Look at that. That looks like a satellite. Look at that. We look like the KGB down here. Hello, comrade. This is Vic. Look at me now. That's Clint. This is Vic and Nick. We are here in Patterson, New Jersey. That's what it is, bro. We are hiding in a basement because you cannot go out at night here. That's Clint Esposito telling me that we didn't have no audio on the on the stream. On the stream, have you done that um, dojo comedy over there, Morris Plains? I did it a couple. I did it for no filter. Um, I got a great tape out of it. I did it a couple months. I did it like six months ago, and as I was doing, it was packed. Mm-hmm. There was this guy busting everybody's balls. This short oh, little guy, audience member, audience member busting everybody's balls. So I, I go, I go up there, and he's, he's breaking balls, and I, he's with this blonde, and I, I, I go. Uh, how long you guys been together? And she goes, well, we're, we're not really together. 
This guy flips the fuck out. He gets oh. up. You fucking bitch. Get the you fuck out. fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking loving it. I'm like, oh, awesome. He's like, fuck you. We're not together. Fuck you. What Holy is it? Fuck? He's flipping. I go, and I'll go, dude, 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 dude. You're never going to get laid with that attitude. You know what I mean? Like, fucking take <laughs> it down a notch. He's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Going to me. I'm like, calm down. Not me. What did I do? So <laughs> he's flipping. <laughs> He's flipping, and then he storms out. I go, did anybody else just think they witnessed the angry bagel dude? Because he's really short. Oh, he looked just no. like him. They fucking, the whole place falls out. Bro, he's doing stand-up. Yeah, and then right? there's this plastic surgeon guy that was sitting up front. To school, and he, I talked to him earlier, he's a plastic surgeon. I go, huh, Doc, that ever happened to you during, well, you're working? Huh? Everybody ever get up with half a tit done, go fuck you and walk out? No, see, that's how I got it. And the, we're just fucking ripping this yeah, dude. Yeah. And the whole night we kept referring to this guy. By the end of my set, the chick, I got her to call her husband and to get back with him. She's like, I'm going back to my husband. I go, call him right now. Come on, call that him was right her, now. That was her husband? No, that, that was some guy. She oh, left her shit. husband. To, yeah, and she yeah. started dating this yeah, guy for a while. she sees what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm going back. I'm like, call him right now. And he, he didn't answer. I go, oh, shit. He's fucking somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucked oh, up. I go, you fucked up. It was hilarious. Man. I got it on tape. and It was great. And Paul's, Paul's an awesome dude. He books me there in a bunch of other places. Yeah. I I I need another fucking tape. My my the tape. I'm I was gonna submit to um, Fifth Borough Comedy Festival. I've done it. That's the one in uh, Jersey. Staten Island. Oh, Staten Island. No, yeah, wait. I did it last year. No, Jersey City one six borough. I did that one. But now that it's the one, Jersey City. Comedy the Jersey Festival. City one is way better. Yeah. Than the Staten Island one. Really. The Jersey City one is run by Rich Kiamko, mm-hmm. and he. Very talented. It's run. Nothing against the Staten Island yeah. one, but the Jersey City one, all talented. They do show. Even every show is, you know, I've done. The other ones have some shows with lesser talent. The other festivals, mm-hmm. supposed festivals. Jersey City, there was like a lot of talented people on it. It was good. Everybody was different. It was really good. It was run well. The venues were great. They were sold out. They had they had press at them. They had people that from the industry give you feedback, so and and good feedback and nice people, not like giving you. Yeah, yeah. Very, it was. I gotta say, I was in it twice, both times. Probably very excellent uh, experience. I, I missed the deadline. Yeah, submit, I didn't submit this year. Yeah, my video. I have a video from last year. You gotta That's get a current video, one. but you can't submit with an old. I tell video. you, you gotta. I, I know people. Listen, Ian Lara. Great, talented comic. He opens for um, Mark Norman. See, I I caught him a couple of years ago, and I was like, dude, you Dominican. are. Uh, is he Dominican? Dark skin. Dark skin. I go, you are awesome, dude. You yeah. are awesome. I go, keep it up. You're going to be really big. Funny. Yeah. So he's like, oh, and, and I had hired him for some stuff, but then he wound up starting a headline quick, so he didn't do him. But I always saw the guy, always set up his uh, tripod, taped every, filmed everything he went. Never saw him drinking. Never seen him with a chick. Never seen him with anybody. He is focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. You got to get that five minutes. I got to fucking, I got to start setting up that. I always say that. I have had this conversation so many times. I never do it either. Like, and I fucking, and I, every time I think about it, I, right there, I always check it out. But what if it isn't good? But I don't have to fucking do every, anything If with you it. do you every time, it. yeah, delete it. Right? I don't have to, you know what I mean? And then I have some good ones that I don't catch. And fucking, that guy, Ian Laura, I, um, I saw him at Bananas open for Mark Norman. 
Him and this other guy, he had like this other young kid open for him, and fucking Ian was real funny. Yeah, man, you, you got to film everything. I don't do it either. My friends do. I don't. Yeah. I only like that one. Paul was filming the show. That's he why gave I me got a tape. It. That's why I got yeah. the tape. Yeah, yeah. My, my tape was just. I wasn't even really doing jokes. I just because it was one of those nights at the station, where it was um it was empty, and where um this guy was like, I was on my way down. He's like, Hey, listen, uh, we don't have a big crowd. You don't have to come in. And I was like. Already on my way. I don't care what the crowd's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the food. I want to hang out. I like the hang. You know what me I mean? Too, me too. Me too. Me too. I like that. The that's man. Thank you for for bringing me down. No, because you what, introduced me yeah, to that. Yeah, he's cool. It's, it's now Saturdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do. He's a, a good dude. I he get gets, the last Friday. Dude, they pack them. I don't know. What, it's good. Listen, things are going to get worse for a little while with this coronavirus. The next couple of months are going to be rough, and then they'll get back to, mm -hmm. you know, but because people are fucking up. Like the one guy's supposed to be self quarantined. He goes to his daughter's basketball game, whatever the hell. You know, can't trust people like that. You got to be like China and serious, shoot them. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking North Korea. Yeah, they, they stop got, it they, quick. Yeah, I started. That's all I was saying. That, that was one of my uh, first corona jokes was them fucking. Uh, the fuck north korea has the first effective vaccine against the fucking virus they just fucking pop you in the yeah, head yeah they, they don't fuck on it's the only vaccine that doesn't affect the person it affects everybody else around them right it's funny because i watched this this show uh this movie one time uh world war z this zombie yes. movie and the koreans were the only one north korea's uh were they the bad ones? Which ones are the bad ones? Yeah, North Korea. North Korea. They were the only ones that weren't had a problem with the zombies because they knew it was going to hit, and they pulled everyone in the country's teeth out <laughs> before. Oh, before shit. you could actually believe that because they're like, yeah, they're the only ones that don't have this problem. They cut everyone. They pulled all their people's teeth out before the, the invasion of the zombies. Holy shit! What that stopped the spread? They I guess can't bite them. You by, can't. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you turn. You know, you're gumming. They're gummy zombies. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and that oh wasn't a shit! That would be a great movie. fucking horror film, right? Mummies, uh, yeah, zombies without teeth. Zombies that would be great. Oh fuck! Man. They just run around gumming everybody. Just fucking, <laughs> you know somebody's gonna get a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 guys yeah. Like, well, you can't bite it off now. Oh you fucking, god! Oh my god! Fucking gummy, gummy, gummy zombies. Z's. The gummy zombies from outer space. Fucking um, at that that um. Oh, what the hell's in it? That comedy dojo place, they um, they packed out pretty good over there. They got so many different people. I've never saw a place Not where they had they, so many different producers yeah. out of a room. The guy books uh, his own, and he is I, the guy's a nice guy, but I don't think he knows yeah. what he's doing. He's flying in people from L.A. to New Jersey. How much could he be like? You know. How do you imagine making it that with twenty dollars a head? It only fits like a hundred, eighty, yeah, hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how much can you really make? Yeah, I guess it's probably just an investment to building the name of the place up. Get people and the people he has from L.A. I'm sorry, they're not a draw. I never heard of any of them. Yeah. So the place is a draw itself. Then, so you don't need to get big name people. You could just get regular name people. But it's not bad. I mean, you know, yeah. Because yeah, mom, I did the show for Clint. And Clint, like I, when I saw it packed, I'm like, you know, thinking Clinton had brought a lot of people. He, you know, and then he was like, I don't know any of these people. He's like, <laughs> he just bought tickets on Eventbrite. Good. You know, that's just, they just got in there. Yeah, no. Did he have it full? Yeah, it was like, there was uh, probably like, I would say 70 people there. That's good because I thought it was going to be worn out because there's a guy there doing like every Sunday, every Friday and Saturday or something. Is there? Isn't Gonzo doing? Isn't Gonzo's Gonzo's doing, doing every Friday and Saturday or something? I don't know. I know. Gonzo's I know he was running that. a mic there. He was teaching classes there. And Kevin Israel's doing. Kevin Israel's running the shows there too. I, either that or I saw him on a show. 
But I wouldn't be surprised. Clint's yeah, shows, I don't know. Shows. It's, I mean, it's a, it must be a great place because I mean, I, like I was there, it was a great room. But I mean, they must have it's that it's great, area. It must More, be that Morris Plains area. There's a lot of people, it's a lot of money, a lot of yeah, a lot of um, that the, if that just that strip is busy. The Plus, freaking Chinese they, place next door is packed. They must have good food at the dojo too. I don't remember. Tips I, has really good food. So there you go. Yeah, and and that's an extra room. Food. They have isn't there a restaurant the downstairs? Whole restaurant downstairs and so bar. So that's an extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just an extra room. Yeah, that's sure. great. I mean, if they really turned that into a club with one guy running it and just that could be an every weekend. That could be another bananas. Yeah. Yeah, another bananas. But even and then even more during the week. You, you know, know you're going to have other people produce shows there. Oh, that's what you would do. You would have privately produced shows during the week during the and then week. do your own Fridays and Saturdays. And try to do shows for the try weekend. to do Thursdays. What you what a lot of clubs down in Florida do is they have Thursday as fundraiser night, which is good. They have the comics that they can do Friday and Saturday, do Thursday. And Thursday they do like they'll find a local organization, an animal fundraiser, let them sell the tickets and get, you know, half the door, whatever, mm-hmm. however they run it. So. I mean, you do that. I, I'm hopefully in in the next six months we'll have a place in Nutley in a basement of this place called the uh, Havana Cigar Lounge. I'm mm. supposed to it's a thousand square feet that I'm supposed to be getting to turn into a club. So nice. I'll be trying that. Man, I was excited about General Pours. Yeah, they just dropped the ball. You know what it was? They um, <clears throat> Aaron worked really hard at that. And she's great. She's awesome. And without her, wouldn't have been successful. We were getting nice crowds in there. Yeah, especially and then she, when it turned to the wall. Yeah, I was once it turned to the wall. I got super excited with that light on you. It looks with great. The, um, with the low, like the brand. Man, I was like, man, I didn't get a chance to do it. I was doing on the. Well, then floor. they um they they dropped. We had the show the one night. We had people coming, and they told told us they decided not to have it that night for some reason. I don't remember. So we we're like, all right, no problem. We'll find. And I don't know where she found after that. I just said forget it, and she went so. But I know she's doing a place in Wawa, North Wawa Bergen too. This other place called Burgers and Brew or something. Oh, another place. Another too? place. Yeah, oh, I didn't know about that. It's about the size of this room down here, but. <laughs> Uh, rooms are rooms, man. Yeah, absolutely. At this fucking, especially like at my level, I'll fucking do comedy on the fucking. So I told I think my guy that does my uh, printing, he's like, man, you're an animal with booking. I said, dude, I would book a bus stop. You know what I mean? If it was covered. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing. Was um, you know Scott Holt does the milk crate comedy. We're- like where he just gets milk crates, he puts four milk crates and then sets it up and he just does comedy like in Times Square or in front of Yankee Stadium and you know, he just has all the comics and then he gives people like tomatoes and stuff you could throw at the comics. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> don't fucking they throw used nothing to, see, at me. Back in the day they used to do comedy in Washington Square Park by the fountain. That's where it all street comedy yeah. should, you know. And uh who was the guy Chappelle was under that was like the fucking leader of that? Oh, shit? um was it the guy that was uh Damn, what's his name? He was in DC Cab. Shit. Yeah, I can't remember his fucking oh. name. Yeah, I love this guy, too. I can't remember his name. DC Cab was one of my favorite movies, too. Let me see if I can get it. DC Cab. Do I get into that here? DC Cab. I'm going to look. bring it up right on the big screen here. DC Cab. I love that movie. Very underrated. Is that, does that say right here? Nice. It was Bill Maher was in that too, believe it or not. Albert, uh, here he is. Hold on, damn, why don't they have him? He was great. 
can't believe I can't even I can't even see this. How far. do I not have his, him in here? He was the best one in the whole. Show. I might need to find Charlie Barnett. Charlie Charlie Barnett. Barnett. How can I? There's a picture of him right in the fountain, right there. That's his picture. Yes, that's, that's it. That's the he, spot. You know, he was supposed to go on Saturday Night Live, and Eddie Murphy got the spot because Charlie Barnett could not read. Wow! Yeah, can't read that some shit. Mm-hmm. And you got to read those cards. Had to read those cards, and that's why he didn't get the spot. But he did have a spot on Miami Vice, and he was in DC cab. I think he died. He had a very bad drug problem. Mm. But there were a lot of street performers back then. Actually, a guy I worked with last night, uh, the couple nights ago, Gemini was actually a street performer. Otto and George, Otto Peterson was mm-hmm. a street performer. Those guys just make a killing. As a matter of fact, Otto was in Central Park with George one time, and John Lennon walked up to him and said, "Gave him a do- what do you give him?" A buck fifty, he said. The fifty cents is for you. The dollars for the dummy. The dummies, <laughs> the dummies, the talent, or some shit like that. Fucking John Lennon. Yeah. Then, then fucking Otto went and shot him. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, John Lennon. <laughs> Man, you, you know, cocksucker. That's like, um, you know, when you hear people talk about, you know, the past of comedy and stuff like that, and their own history, it makes. You know, somebody like me wish I was around of earlier yeah. because I hear you talk about Otto. I hear Chips talk about Otto. Tell me more about Otto because Otto seems like he was just like bigger. I'll never laugh ever like I laughed with Otto. That's once Otto died, I knew I would never laugh that hard ever again. Wow. Dude, I could. I must have worked with him a hundred times at least. Every time I worked with him was like the first time. He is was just... Balls to the wall, no holes barred, funniest comic, most borrowed from comic. Dude, everybody throws pieces of him into their act. If you like, I know him and I know his act. And, I, and every time I saw him, he did something new. But mm. believe me, I was in, I, matter of fact, there's a guy from Canada f- who's been filming a documentary on Otto for five years now, and he's gonna put it together. He can't get it shorter than three hours. But Otto was like no one else. And believe me, if you, I, I feel bad for people that never got to see him live because you'll never, ever see anything. There'll never be anything like that ever again. I feel like the world was like every time I hear somebody talk about him, like, they talk exactly like you. And I feel right. like the world was robbed. Oh, they were. They uh, were. Because he never got like he, I, he may have been on the cusp. And then, like, you get that tipping point where all of a sudden... He just didn't give a shit. That's what it was. He didn't give a fuck. Mm. Dude, he was... Uh, David Copperfield flew him into one of his private islands. David Copperfield bought the first George off of Otto. He bought the... He paid for the new George to be built and got the old George. And he flew Otto out to this private... I, uh, he owns a bunch of... Lots of islands, David Copperfield. He, mm-hmm. He's that rich. And he flew Otto out. My buddy Keith was there with him, Keith Carnival. And he has a and and in the one building he had a museum, David Copperfield, and it was for all dummies and all ventriloquists and all stuff like that from John McCarthy days. He's going through showing him it. He goes, "Hey, I, I bought Jeff Dunham here," and he walked through and he didn't. None of this really impressed him. He goes till this, and then you turn the corner and there's all. There's the George sitting there. It's a whole room dedicated to Otto. And he goes, Jeff was just staring at this. He couldn't get enough of this. So he had Otto do a private show for him, uh, David Copperfield and his friends. And in the spirit of Otto, Otto went up, started doing it. And I guess he did about 20 minutes and just walked off. And David goes, that's it? (laughs) And that's fucking Otto. That's Otto. But it's funny because Kevin Spacey, Turned Copperfield on to Otto. Said, you got to check this guy out. Ain't that some Just shit. to this, I'll tell you another one. Tim Allen flies Otto into Vegas for a bachelor party. So Otto gets there, and he's Otto's the perfect guy for this. 
him and Tim Allen had worked together when Tim was coming up. Otto had worked with everyone. So uh, Tim, he goes to Tim, hey, man, how come you're not fucking partying? Because, you know, because that's one thing we, back then especially, we were comics, you love to get wasted together. That's, mm-hmm. The new comics don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's different because I have a lot of old school comic friends that start doing the city and stuff like that. They're like, dude, nobody drinks. I go, no, nobody drinks anymore, dude. First of all, no one can afford it. And secondly, it's the new, that's how it is now. Everybody's sober and, you know, yeah, shit like that. So he goes to Tim Allen. Hey, how come you're not getting? You're not because Tim Allen is famous for cocaine and bourbon. That was his thing. He liked to drink bourbon and do cocaine. And Tim Allen goes, but Tim Allen never parties when he works. When he's working, he's that that you've seen. He's great. He's one of the best actors, comics mm-hmm. ever. And and uh, he goes, I'm, Santa. Tim Allen goes, I'm working on this crappy sci-fi movie. It wound up being Galaxy Quest. That's one of the best movies, you know. Fucking Galaxy Quest is awesome. Right, right, right. It's one of those, um, like cult classics. Right, right, right. Like, like the the Princess Bride or something like that. What the fuck? I love that movie. I could watch it over and over again. He is awesome. But you know, what is um, what the hell did they say? Something about surrender. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, man, never surrender. Never give up. Never surrender. Yeah, never give up. Never surrender. Fucking movie is fucking classic. I love it. Man. I love I it. It's a great movie. movie. I love what gets me the most about that movie is the concept of it being a show about a yeah. about a like you know, and then the like they're acting inside that like that whole fucking concept. You, they they have to they get to play two characters. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Everybody has dual. They have the character that their characters playing, and then the character. So why they're all you see all the actors? They're all like established great yeah. actors. Yeah. That's no, I love. Good. I listen. I I love. I've done a couple of commercial stuff like that. There's nothing like being on set. I can't imagine that. What they do. I mean, you know, I was a kid. I was on the Ed Sullivan show. His the last year of Ed Sullivan. I mean, I peaked at like seven. You know, now I'm trying to <laughs> trying to get back to. I that. did do a commercial. I was in every stadium in the country, which is pretty cool. I brought my kid to see that. But nice. you know, I'm trying. But I got a thing now with the travel uh, travel channel that they're trying to make something out of so hopefully that'll take yeah yeah you know paranormal meets stand-up comedy it's not like it on tv that's the way you gotta come at it yeah it just has to be something that's not being done it's called roast the ghost where we go into we go into these haunted places oh we God. research them go in get the information on who haunts them the history of the place we write roast material we go in with a with a medium well she's a an empath mm-hmm. we go in and the ghost hunters and we go in, I go in at the comic relief, and I go in and I write the roast, and I roast the spirits with my partner, Craig Lloydman. He takes turns. He's very good. He's a, he's a bona fide ghost chaser. Mm-hmm. You know, his whole family is. They take me along for the ride. I'm an amateur that's working with them. They've all been doing this for years, and now we do it with the – we use comedy – to uh, we use we try to communicate with the spirits and get reactions using comedic stimulation. Mm-hmm. So we go get in. Angry and she tells yeah. us if they're angry or not. The empath, they're liking this, they're not. Who's where? He's watching. You know, she's there to protect us before we go in. After we go yeah. and stand next to us the whole time. Yeah, that's a room you don't want to kill in. No, <laughs> no. 
and you don't want anybody following you home. So she takes care of us. She protects us. Me and him go in, and we he, we got the spirit boxes. We got the recorders and everything. We're picking up orbs. We're getting we're getting people. We're getting spirits. We're getting talk. We're you know it's, it's a lot of shits happening. Like it's it's good. We keep sending it to them, and they don't know what to make of it because it's never been done before. So they're piecing it together as we do it, and they're just like, "What is this anyway?" Like we don't know what this is, but it's outrageous, and you know they're giving us what we want more of this we want less of that so hopefully if the coronavirus doesn't screw everything over but of oh course God. with my luck it will no you know what that actually might work in your benefit because if everybody's quarantined they're gonna need stuff to watch or if home. everybody dies there'll you be know? a lot of people to contact <laughs> a fill in, yeah? but i i want to f- <laughs> I, I use <laughs> hey how's it going it's overcrowded you cocksuckers <laughs> <laughs> Send them Jehovah Witnesses up here, but uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that it takes. So we'll see yeah. what happens. But, but I like that concept. I, I, have you have you had experiences with ghosts? I have. I've when I grew up. When I grew up, my mother was into it. She um we we her friend Emily was was a psychic and an empath. She would come over. She would read everybody's fortune stuff like that we were always uh my cousin's houses we were our family were always living in houses that had paranormal experiences in them we would go there like we've always been into it and it's and it's been always in my family my sister's big into uh all kinds of holistic stuff she's into the crystals and stuff like that she's published uh i'm gonna say it wrong reiki or reiki whatever mm-hmm. that is. Yeah, reiki healing reiki healing she's I'm actually a reiki master too. and all that stuff so my family's into it i've been around it craig is heavily into it so of course i believe in it mm-hmm. i definitely believe in it and the stuff we're catching now i mean we're catching orbs and you can see the orbs you can actually see them flying around i mean we're getting voices we're getting all kinds of stuff we're getting hits on the machines we got the you know the girl with us to she's picking up stuff and she's good if she's not getting them yeah. she'll tell you we go to places she don't get it we don't we don't get it she don't feel anything we're not feeling it we film it just like that we're not getting anything i mean we go to cemeteries we go to haunted mansions a couple of weeks ago we got snuck into a uh, closed uh, hospital the asylum part um mm-hmm. we had to sneak into like a midnight security we talked him into we knew a guy he snuck us in so we went into all the restricted areas Sorry, hope you don't get fired. But yeah, uh yeah. Just don't say the fucking name. <clears throat> yeah, so uh <laughs> you know, but we're filming, we're getting everything, and we're we're getting good stuff, and That's you know, I definitely believe in in. I don't know when it comes to like religion and heaven and hell. Oh uh, yeah, know, I don't know I don't anything know. about that. I'm not a religion type guy. But when it comes to energy, yes, like something's powering our soul. You know what I mean? We're like, all ghosts inside, bro. right? Yeah, like I feel like there is something in there, Absolutely. and then when you die, it just goes like back into the fucking whatever. The yeah. only place, the only time you can access that shit is with mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You could travel the universe. I love doing mushrooms at least twice a year. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife were talking about getting back together. We had went through a lot of shit, and I said we're not doing anything. You come over. We came over. We both ate a bag of mushrooms and then sat in the backyard. And by the next morning, we were still alive. We were getting along. So I yeah. figured it worked us out. That's how I became. That's how I kicked the the weed and the drugs with the mushrooms. It was. It wasn't, awesome. I wasn't planning on it. Yeah. And it and it took six weeks for the for the the lesson to kick mm-hmm. in. I'm gonna tell you the story. I was telling Angela Sharp this Go last ahead. night. She was like, "That's a fucking amazing story." Now for the like better part of or like maybe 18 months i've been pretty fucking depressed just it's easy to be yeah just weight 
and then I'm not dealing with it. I'm self-medicating, right? And to me, in my mind, I'm saying I'm fighting a depression because I felt like every time I didn't smoke, I get these fucking crazy thoughts. I fucking fantasize about the death of my family. I fantasize yeah. about my own death, and I can't stop it. It makes me fucking cry. Like yeah. Fucking, like, this, just these thoughts, and it just kept beating on me. So I'm smoking. I'm fucking drowning all my fucking... Feelings, right? Years, yeah. Drowning all your feelings, and then um, I wasn't thinking about it. And then New Year's Eve, I'm talking with my uncle. My uncle came over, and we're down here um, playing video games and shit. And then we came over here, and he saw I had a I had bought a bag of mushrooms. I had an eighth of mushrooms because I was gonna um, take it for my boy's bachelor party, right? The bachelor party never had like the bachelor party got canceled or whatever, and then. I, we the stripper died it. yeah we weren't gonna do it and then fucking i found the mushrooms when i was talking to my uncle and then he was like oh what's that i was like mushrooms and i started telling him and i was like you know what i'm gonna fucking eat them now and out of nowhere i just ate them and i ate most of the fucking i, I ate pretty much the whole eighth and then i sat there with my uncle and then i got paranoid because i my, my wife's upstairs i didn't tell her she doesn't know i'm fucking doing mushrooms or anything <laughs> like that you know like she's just i'm just gonna come I, I just kept doing that so i started getting paranoid so i'm like i'm gonna go outside and smoke a joint and then i went outside in the patio right and you see how i have that patio it's like a square awning yeah. and then i have the rest of the yard so it's pitch black out there and i'm sitting in the chair underneath the light that light that's right there and i and i'm just fucking watching the darkness Right. And I see all these shadows and they're coming at me in waves. Right. It's washing like it's coming like this. And I'm like, oh, but then it stops and it gets backed off by the light. And then um, it comes over again in waves, backed off by the light. And I'm watching this over and over again. And I'm like, these fucking. Then I start fucking hysterically laughing. Of course. Right. I hit the record button on my phone and I look and I'm like, the darkness is trying to get me. <laughs> And then I just kept repeating for 10 minutes. The darkness can't get me if I keep the light on. The darkness can't get me if I keep the light. I just kept saying that. And then I went in and I, I didn't even tell my uncle. I just went inside and that's it. I fucking left the video. Watched it the next day. And like I thought in How my head. How long did you trip for? How many hours? Bro, I went to sleep at like 1.30, 2 o'clock. Like it was nothing. And I, I probably tripped for like four hours right. like three yeah like three or four hours i thought i was gonna i thought i went down a really bad hole i was like i really did too much i thought i was gonna be gone all night yeah that but was... like two o'clock i mean like yeah like one one thirty i was laying in the couch and i was just like i think i'm gonna fall asleep no I shit just they kept me up yeah. till like seven in the morning that's what i thought and i i guess i don't know i guess i must have got worn out or whatever but fucking then you know weeks go by same things going on same things going on then around president's day i've been finagling my weed habit and that's you know just fucking really playing it like the dude from like what adam sandler movie just did oh i didn't see it but yeah, that, a you just, yeah cut you're taking you know you're taking money from peter to pay paul just I've been constant. Doing, yeah i'm doing that right now just that constant and i'm being so irresponsible and i'm just being a fucking jerk off and then i started noticing that the behavior i'm doing is setting me up to get arrested again right that's right? i knew that started going that way too. you know i'm still i'm, I'm like you know what I, and then i didn't think of it consciously like i need to stop or anything just i had ran out of fucking moves and i was at a point where i was just like all right i guess i'm gonna be sober for a little while till i get that next amount of money yeah then i came home the next day and just started crying. My wife's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I have no idea." And I, like, <laughs> I, I do, didn't tell I do, her. I, I do that too, right? And I'm just crying and shit. And she's like, "What's the matter with you?" And I'm like, "I don't know." No, no. And then the next day, I'm driving to work, and I start getting the feelings again. I'm about to start crying. I'm about to start crying. And then I, all of a sudden, I was just like, "You know what? 
I can't live like this. And then I said it. And I was like, the darkness can't get me if I keep the light on. I said it. And when I said it out loud, bro, exactly this, all goosebumps. I was like, bro, I've been in the dark, hiding. I need to wake up and face all this shit. Take it on, like head on, and then just keep the fucking light on. Mm. If I keep the fucking light on, all this shit can't get me. If I, if I'm on, like, if I talk about it, if I'm clear, yeah. if I'm not fucking drunk, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say I'm never gonna smoke weed again. I love weed, but for now, I need to fucking keep the light on. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I need I to do. keep the light on, burning bright, because that darkness fucking scares me, man. That's what. I, listen, I decided that I was I was getting ready to retire. They were forcing me out of my job after mm-hmm. 26 years. They're like, you're leaving. Mm-hmm. One way or the other, you're out of here. And I was drinking heavily, doing all kinds of drugs and everything. I knew they were firing me. I had like three months left, so I just joined a gym, and I quit drinking in April, and I was leaving June 1st. I was out of there. So I go, this is going to go two ways. This is going to be either a really good thing or a really bad thing. And I and my wife left me. This is right when I was drinking it heavily. She was a mm-hmm. bodybuilder, so she was into working out. She's like, I met somebody. It's, I had been. I was coming back from being on the road for like a week. Mm-hmm. I had like some kind of flu. I had been drinking, partying heavily, and I came home. I hadn't seen her in like a week, and she came over and she's like, "Yeah, I, hey, you're back." I go, "Yeah." She goes, "Oh, hey, how's it going? All right, good." I, I wanted to make sure you're still alive. I go, "Yeah, I'm still alive. Great." She's like, "Listen, I got to talk to you. What?" She's like, "I met somebody." I go, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, I met somebody. I want to pursue it. See you later. Mm-hmm. You know, good luck." So she left, and I was like, "Okay, here I am." Getting forced out of my job. Now I'm single again. I'm like 275, 80 pounds. I'm heavily, you know, eating like shit, just grounding myself in booze. I'm doing like three six packs and bottles of tequila. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm living. I was living next door to a liquor store, oh, and, and then yeah, I we had just moved. So we had just moved. So I'm trying to calm down, and I'm like, no, all right, great. So I would go to work, and I at lunchtime I would take an hour. I'd walk the whole hour. I joined a gym. I would go before work, and that was uh, in April. Mm-hmm. And since then, I here it is February, still not drinking. I like I said, I'll smoke, do some mushrooms, and I work out almost every day. I'm down, you know, fifty. Still Planet pounds. Fitness? No, actually, I went from Planet Fitness to to achieve twenty four hour achieve oh, over there in Elmwood Park, and then I went to now I'm at. Uh, what is it called? Strive in Saddlebrook. Great. Oh, no, that's the one in Saddlebrook. Strive. Yeah, no, yeah. no, uh, but uh, Achieve 24 is, in... is Elmwood Park. Oh, but that's on River Road over there, right? That's on, uh, what street is By that? Amola Boulevard. The, well, the same place that Anthony's mic is on at uh, the Boulevard Bar. It's just oh, before. Okay. It's like a warehouse. It's 24 hours. It was great. It was good for. I went from Planet Fitness, where I was stealing Tootsie Rolls and pizza and shit, yeah. to, you That's know, I'm at now. I went to Chief, where I got, I got a personal trainer that I couldn't afford. Where everything was bouncing. You know, I didn't know how to use anything. Well, I, I went there for a while, then I hired a personal trainer for a couple of months. The guy was great, showing me shit. And then, um, then I went. What happened is my wife started coming, hanging out with me again. She, was, I guess, it went to course with her and the mm-hmm. boyfriend. Yeah, I remember that because we had did that show in PA. Yeah, around that time. She had left me for the personal trainer yeah, guy. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 the bodybuilder guy. Right. So you know, I just went about my business, and then she started hanging out again. Then she she joined the gym I went to. All of a sudden, I noticed she's at the gym I went to. Great, we're working out together. Then she's like, she's left that gym. It was shitty. She's a bodybuilder. She don't want that. That's like a step up from Planet Fitness, like kinda. Mm-hmm. 
Planet Fitnesses are nice all over the, just up here, they're shitty. Yeah. So then uh, she came to that gym and was like, you're leaving here. She's like, she signed me up for another gym, Strive, and she paid the uh, enrollment thing in the first couple of months. So how could I say no? I go there. Yeah, and you know nice she'll one. she'll show up, and if I'm working out, she'll give me tips like you're doing this wrong. I mean, she's an animal. She does like four or five hundred pounds with her legs. I mean, she's gonna be pro bodybuilding in the next couple of months. She's like that built. Nice. Yeah. She's gonna, mm-hmm. she does. Oh, she does the competing and stuff. She's gonna. Yeah, she's gonna. Nice. She's been doing it for years. She's very strict with her diets. Like if we go to the movies, she's bringing meal preps with her. She's breaking out the chicken and the rice. I've seen her eating cold cod for breakfast. I'm <sighs> like. Man, like fishermen don't puke because of that shit. Yeah. She is strong built. Oh man, I I fucking did that for a while. That's a fucking hard. She's life. been doing it for years. Yeah, she that's is, a fucking hard life. Geez, bro. She goes to bed early. She's hard. Four o'clock, <laughs> dude. Four o'clock tomorrow morning, she'll be in the gym because she has to work out before her day starts. So like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. So when I'm doing comedy, I'll stop by her. We'll have like uh, eggies. We'll have like egg uh, omelets maybe at late at night. Uh, egg white omelets and peanut butter jelly on the fucking uh, pita bread toast or something and she goes to bed I hang out wait till she goes to bed I take off home go go to That's my house nice. so usually comedy like tonight I'll stop by there if she's not asleep I'll say what's up and just go nice yeah. you know try to juggle we've been married a long time try not to make a big deal of it it's like casually married type stuff it's good though but it, look, it seems like Throughout all the bullshit, though, at least you guys make each other happy. I, you know what? I don't know. There's some, there's, it's there's my third marriage. There you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like my fourth marriage now because we split up and got back hey. together. So it's like we, you know, second time's a charm. I said, listen, man, I can't give you anything because I don't have anything. You know, you know, I'll keep you. Well, we're actually married. We're friends with benefits for benefits. Yeah. Because she's on my benefits. I got great medical. I said, listen, I'll never get married again. I'll never. I won't divorce you. If you want to get divorced, you let me know. I'll make that happen. I'll. The best I can do is never divorce you. You stay on a medical. And actually, we formed a production company, so she gets half of whatever I get from uh, the TV show. So if that happens, so that's the best I can do for you. Hey. Otherwise, you can have the Jeep if I die. I, don't know, it's, <laughs> I'm, it's, I can have another seven years to pay that off. That, that's how. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like well, my, I got so lucky. With my my wife helped me with all my money and stuff. She's been picking up stuff that I can't get. She keeps a nice active tab for me, and I'm just like the same thing. Like I got you're on my beneficiary and everything. That's what I tell her. Listen, you know, <laughs> the best I can do for you is die. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll go do. Like she'll send me to the farm up in Goffel Road up in Wyckoff to get her chicken and eggs. She'll put in the order i'll go up there pick it up put it in her fridge you know well she's at work shit like that yeah. you know run That's errands nice. for her yeah. you know, she'll That's do nice. the same for me if i need it but she's she's got a lot going on and i'm, I'm kind of like back into retirement mode where i'm not where i worked construction like for three months mm-hmm. i mean i had a couple of injuries i fell off this retaining wall i mean i got up oh, but i hurt yeah. but then yeah, they, yeah. the last day i fell off this platform at a house that was being built because they made a homemade ladder and as soon as i stepped on the ladder it fucking gave oh, so i go head first crash into the concrete i'm oh, sure i got a concussion my shoulders oh, i've had operations oh, shoulder and head so that was my last day i was just like you know what the next time i fall i'm not gonna be able to get up so you know, you got shoulder problem. I did, I had both shoulders it. operated Me on. Me too. I had this. Well, not both. I, the I rotator cuffs. Yeah, on both of Me them. Too. I tore my bicep. You ever do hanging? No, I can't. I'm really my arms barely holding on. So even when I lift, I can't do push-ups mm-hmm. and I can't bench. Okay, can you go like this? 
Yeah, but I broke one of my arms too, so one mm -hmm. of them faces a different way. It's a little off. So. If I were you, I would try. Like you don't hang your whole body weight because you know how they have those assist steps. Yeah, I would get on one of those and maybe just start a little bit because when you, I do a lot of hanging. It's been for both of my. I've had this. I have my, you see how I'm sitting like this, and this is how I sit all day at a computer, right? So I'm like this all day. My shoulders are fucking shot. Yeah. This one is I'm permanent. Partially permanently disabled because I yeah. have limited range of motion for the rest of the my life. One. Yeah, so but I hang. I go there yeah. and I look like I'm going about to do push-ups, and then I just grab the thing and I just fucking hang. I should because I have seconds. a dead arm. I can't carry anything with this arm. It's barely sewn together. So oh, shit. I've had a lot of injuries. Yeah, yeah. I had a rough. I self and maybe don't hang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you fucking just end up leaving your arm. I just tried. It. That's why I don't take any classes. Or I can't. I can't. I got to do it all myself. The personal trainer had to be careful with what we did and. That's why I just train myself, man. I go in the corner. I don't mess with anybody. If everybody's mm. in one side of the gym, I go to the other. I'll go early sometimes. I used to go really early, but now I'm not working. So I like my life now. I just got to find something to do a couple hours a day. I, maybe Uber Eats, deliver pizza, something a couple hours so I could still produce all my comedy shows. Mm. But I was doing a lot of mailings and stuff like that. I put everything away now because it's a waste of time. Till this fucking corona shit passes. There's nobody going. You know what I mean? It's going to get yeah. worse. So I'm not going to invest any more time and effort for this till after. The, let's see what happens after the summer. Mm. I'm stopping right now with all that shit. I don't have the money to do it anyway. So, you know. See what happens. The right? shows I have booked already, I'm going to keep pushing. Do the promotion for that. I'm not doing anything else till this passes. Because I know what will happen. They're going to start canceling left and right. I mean. Yeah. Italy, what are they, all in uh, Italy, quarantine there? Yeah. Just think of how much country. sex is going on there. Right? Somebody goes, imagine how much fighting. I said, that's foreplay like that. for Italians. Yeah, right? Yeah. Divorces and babies Divorces will be on the rise when babies. this shit's over with, right? And murders. Holy shit. But, that's uh, fucking great. Let's wrap this bitch up. All right. You got... um. Anything you want to plug? What's coming Rich up? Comedy.com. Check me out. It's got my dates. I'm at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club weekly. You can see me there weekly uh, and on weekends. Check the website out. It just got voted the number one club in New York City, Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Yes, it really? did. That's number one. Gotham, number two. Cellar, number three. That's uh, fucking yeah, impressive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that place. That. I'm I love there. that little room. I don't think I did it twice. I'm there. I'm there weekly. I do a couple shows a week there. I'm usually there. Also, uh, we got this thing, girlpowercomedy.com. It's all girl shows. Check that out. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, just check me out and and be looking for roast the ghost. It should be. You know, it's gonna be big. Check us out. Uh, I got a, I got an Instagram page. Ferocious. Uh, I know. I got yeah. Ferocious. I also have a YouTube channel where I do banter. It's an interview show that I do. Banter oh yeah, with Rich Carucci. So I got a lot of stuff going on. Check me out. And, oh uh, yeah, dude. Um, from me starting, and just the people I met. You've been one of the coolest fucking people. Oh, thank for you for sure. You know, help me out with just all your feedback, all yeah. your fucking shit. You've you know you've always been a fucking cool dude. So I'm glad to call you my friend. Yes, sir. So definitely. And you're check doing out all right. Don't worry. Rich it's Rich all right, Rich. man. Yeah. You know what? For me, I'm I'm not fucking. I'm not in a rush. This is a long game. No, no. But in life, general, man, just it's oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, Everything's yeah. gonna. Be, that's my ungrateful. But comedy's got to be your release. Comedy's got to be. Your release. Yeah. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing that thing coming up for me. Um, the animal thing, aren't you? In mm -hmm. yeah, Montclair, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to yep. be good. Pause, P A W S, animal fundraiser. So yeah. that'll be in Montclair and May. May, May. Yeah. 
May 8th. That's yep, gonna Friday, be, May 8th. That's going to be a great show. It's, it's you, Craig great. Lloydgren, Karen Krantz, and Scott Brennan. Scott Brennan. That's a lot of eye candy on that show. <laughs> Men and female, bro. <laughs> Man, fucking. Yeah, check Rich Carucci out, definitely. Um, I don't have anything coming up. I just got Laugh It Up Tuesday every single Tuesday. And we'll be doing a girl power good. comedy girl show power. there. Girl power for for Nikki's. That'll be April tenth. April tenth. That'll be uh, you know tickets are on sale. You can find that shit where they buy tickets at. That's how, that's how at Nikki's people. or go or oh, yeah. uh, check out the Eventbrite or check out my page or anywhere. Just girl power comedy. Boom! It'll lead you to the Eventbrite. Awesome, yeah. Thanks for so much for coming out. Thank Mister. you for having me, brother. No problem, man. Have a good night, everybody. Mwah.